Good afternoon. You're listening to K-Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon and happy Monday, everybody. Today we are talking about Communication 2.0. Well, it's time to communicate. It's time to communicate. And uh, for those of you who have mastered some of the communication techniques that we've shared with you in the past, uh, today it's time to level up a notch. And so we're going to be talking about taking communication to the next level. And I think, um, you know, one thing that's important to note is that, uh, you know, people often they'll say, I, people don't understand me. I don't, you know, it's a misunderstanding. You know, I say something and my husband hears something else, or I say something and my boss hears something else. And, um, and so there's a lot of things that get, go awry with communication. <laughs> and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of ways that we affect communication too. I mean, we often think about it as communicating just with our mouth, right? Just true. True. But there's so many other ways that we communicate. I mean, we communicate energetically, we communicate emotionally, we communicate with our facial expressions, we communicate with our body language. Um, so, you know, it's a good point because that's one of the things like with email and texting. So that all gets lost. And right. I find sometimes in emails, things are not taken correctly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, um, it's funny, you know, second week in a row, we're going to talk about Facebook a little bit. But one of the things that I think is really cool about what Facebook has done recently is they have the feeling state so that you can like click on there, reading this, watching this, and then it says feeling. And in the beginning, they had like 10 different emoticons for feelings. And now there's like, I don't know, hundred. There's a lot. But what it's, what it's doing, which I don't think was intentional, but what's brilliant about it is it's helping people target in on what they actually are feeling, right? Like, so are you ecstatic? Are you happy? Are you grateful? Are you blessed? Are you loved? Are you feeling, you know, cranky, anxious, stressed, um, uptight, whatever that is. And I think that it's a really brilliant way to teach people how to broaden their emotional palate. I agree. So kind of a side note there, but, um, but I think that's kind of fun. So, um, so there's a few things that you can do to take your communication to the next level. And the first thing you can do is to raise your own awareness of your own internal state. So when you think about like, what's going on for me, am I stressed? Am I anxious? Am I feeling at peace? Um, am I holding on to some limiting belief that's affecting the way I communicate. What's happening for me? Like what's going on with my internal state right now? And, um, I'll give you an example this morning, you know, this week I have a lot of stuff going on and kind of a crazy week. And, you know, I said to my husband, I just want to let you know ahead of time, like, here's what's going on with my internal state this week. Here's how I'm feeling. Um, you know, it's not any excuse my intention is to behave really nicely this week and to stay <laughs> mindful and focused, but I just want to share with you what's going on for me. Um, and all that does is it lays the foundation for understanding. You know, it just allows me to say what's happening for me and share that, not as an excuse or a crutch or anything, but it lays the foundation for him to understand that if I'm, if I'm short about something or if I'm not overly enthusiastic or I seem distant, that it's not personal. Right. And so it's kind of like putting it out there up front. So don't, you know, don't take offense if I seem to be floating off during our nightly TV show or something. It's, I'm probably just in my head thinking about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that kind of just is a good thing to know right off the bat. The other thing is, is when you check in with your ext- internal state, if you're feeling, um, 
if you're feeling anything that's not super positive or great, you know, if you've got any kind of negative emotion going on, then you may be bringing that to your conversations. And it may be good to kind of check yourself like, whoa, am I, it's just like when you're stressed about something for work and your kid does something and then all of a sudden it's like the worst thing they've ever done. Yep. And in hindsight, you look back and think, well, that was really not a big deal, but I was just so worried about what was happening at work that I just, And they're done that. Right? We've all done that. And so, um, so it's really, really important for this communication 2.0 or leveling it up to really check in and say like, what's happening with my internal state that may be affecting the way that I am communicating outwardly. Or it could be that you're trying to be all cheery and you feel like, you know, crud inside and you've got a grouchy look on your face, but you're like, oh, it's great, you know, <laughs> but, but your face says like, I don't really care. I'm thinking about something else. So that's important to know. The next thing that is really important is to think about what your intentions are when you're asking people for things or when you're talking about things. So most, I get so many people who we've been doing 360 reviews and I think I've talked about this on some shows, but where um, it shows the gap between how you see yourself and how others see you. And people will say, well, I don't understand why people don't know that my intention is to mentor and develop them. And I'll say, well, it's, you know, do you tell them that that's your intention? It's like, well, no, why would I tell them? Well, because they can't read your mind. So, um, so another thing that's interesting here is, you know, so you want to share your intentions with people, but in order to share intentions, you have to know what they are. Exactly. And oftentimes we're not even thinking about what they are. Right. So like, what's your, what's your point in sharing something? So for example, with, um, with Jen and I, we, you know, we do the show same time each week. And, um, some days I'm like really chatty and have tons of time and other days I'm really busy and like have to run in and run out. And so I like to try to tell her, tell you, you know, ahead of time before I come in. So it's not like I come in and then I'm really short and like, Oh, I gotta go. I'm in a hurry. You know, I try to say my intention is to be here and get in and get out or, or what have you. Um, so it's important to share your intentions. Same thing if you're asking employees for something, if you're asking your kids for something, if you're asking a friend for something is to state your intention, right? So like, how do you think that might change things in the way you communicate, Jen, if you told people your intentions when you were communicating with them? That would probably help. I'm thinking specifically of kids right now mm-hmm. and trying to communicate what needs to get done. Because one of the things we're having at home is all you ever do is tell, you know, do this, do that. You haven't done that. You didn't do. It sounds like my house. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. She thinks it's, she's the only one that has this. And I've been trying to be a t- intentional about the, the three positives to one negative. Yeah. That, the low SADA ratio. Yeah. Good memory, Jen. So it's, um, and, and I, my child's wonderful and I love her, but that it's hard because we do, we're always thinking, Ooh, this, this, and this, but I don't know that I spell out why, what, yeah. what, you know, okay, we need to get this done, but why? Yeah. And I think that that's what came to mind. Yeah. And it's, and sometimes you can even start with the why. Yeah. In fact, it's almost better to start with the why, you know, in, in an effort for us to all be on time and, you know, in a good mood when we get to the bus stop, it's really important to me that you brush your teeth before we have one minute to go. (laughs) Right. Or, you know, in, in an effort to have plenty of time to digest this new training manual, it's important to me that we get it done and delivered to everybody by this date. You know, and so that way it's like you're just laying out the intention. Or sometimes I'll ask, um, you know, my, or, or I'll say, 
if you have, if you work with people who you're also friends with, like I work with a, a bunch of people who I'm also really good friends with, who I would call for like normal life stuff, not just business stuff. And so sometimes I'll send an email and then I'll say, my intention in sharing this with you is just to get your feedback as a friend, or my intention in sharing this is just to vent or, <laughs> you know, whatever it is so that they don't feel compelled to do something. Yeah. And so, um, so kind of your first thing, raise your awareness of your internal state. Think about your intention, uh, and then share your intention with people or the why of what you're doing. Like, why are we doing this? Why is it important? Um, and then you can also think about how do you want someone else to listen? Right? So I might say, Hey, can I run something by you? And Jen might answer, Sure. And then I tell her what I want to tell her. Um, and she might be thinking that she should be listening as, you know, a colleague or a sounding board. And I might just want her to listen as a fellow mom, or I might just want her to listen because I just need to tell somebody and I trust her to keep my, you know, my thoughts and my conversation between us or what have you. And so, um, so it's important to think about how do you want the person to listen to you that you're going to share something with and then to ask them or to let them know, like, could you, you know, I'd like you to, to wear your business hat. Like as my partner in business, I, w- I want to know what you think about this. Or as my friend, I want to tell you about something that happened to me today. Um, or could you put on your, um, you know, could you put on your proofer hat and let me run this ad by you and tell me how you think it sounds from a, you know, you're consulting, consult me on how my ad is or something, you know, so that way the other person knows how to listen because if you don't know how to listen, you know, you might be listening as a coach and they might just be wanting you to listen as a friend. Yeah. that happens a lot at home for me. And so I always ask, you know, and, and if somebody doesn't tell you, you can ask them. So if my husband comes home to share something with me that happened during his day, I'll say, you know, how would you like me to listen? Do you want me to be your wife? Do you want me to be a coach? Do you want me to be, you know, your buddy who's drinking a beer with you? Like what? <laughs> how, I went to drinking buddy right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, how can I, how can I best listen? And, you know, and he'll tell me, oh, I just want you to listen. I just want to share it. Okay, great. Then the pressure's off, you know, or gosh, I really need you to coach me on this. This is going on. Okay, great. Then I'll listen with that, with that set of ears on. But, but it's really important because you set people up for success in listening to you when you're able to share with them how you want them to listen. And then finally, you know, you also avoid, um, miscommunication when, like in my case, I start immediately coaching a friend who calls me with a problem and they're like, no, no, no. I just wanted to share with you. You know, I didn't, I wasn't calling you to get coached on it, you know, and then we step into a role that we weren't supposed to have. Same thing at work sometimes. So, um, or a lot of times what happens at work is the boss, uh, listens as the friend and it's like, no, no, no. I really just want you to be my boss right now because I need your help, right? Like, tell me what you want me to do. Like, don't be my friend and, and try to be all warm fuzzy. Just tell me what, what the end result's supposed to look like. So then I can go figure out how I'm going to do that. Exactly. Right. So, um, so that's really important. The other things that you can do to deepen your communication style, to improve on it or build on the basics of communication are to learn about other people's values. So learn about your, of course, all this applies to yourself and to others. So learn about where you have shared values, what your values are. You can do that for free on an assessment online called viame.org. 
org. So V I A M E dot O R G. And, uh, you can get a, the 24 morally valued character strengths report for free. You know, they have a big fancy one you can pay for, but the free one's good to just get a start. And then um, you could learn about people's styles. So oftentimes workplaces will do like a DISC behavioral assessment or um, a Myers-Briggs or there's a million different ones now. There's a new one I just learned about called Tilt. Um, But just uh, the different ways that people behave and communicate. Some people are slow and thoughtful. Others are fast and furious. Um... Others are people-oriented. Some are task-oriented. So all those are important. And then um, and then learn about the strengths of yourself and others as well. Because sometimes people can be showing up with a strength and overdrive, and it feels like a weakness. Um, but if you understand it's their strength, you know, you might, instead of trying to get them to stop doing it, which will feel unnatural to them, you can ask them, could you dial that down a notch? What would that look like? Yeah. To just turn that down a little bit. Um And then lastly, in terms of communication 2.0, is um, to be truthful. So um, we watched this show on uh, Fox, and it's like there's always these lies and these intricate plots and, like, all these secrets. And it seems like about once or twice a season, all the truth comes out. And it's like you can feel yourself physically relax once all the truth's on the table (laughs) and we always look at each other and say oh the truth will set you free i mean it's like it's now happened like four times since we've been watching the show and it's just so funny to think like yeah it's so not worth having all that stuff built up and so one of the things that i heard over the last weekend at this conference or two weeks ago was um when we aren't truthful with people we're assuming that they're less capable of handling things. So when we don't share the truth, we basically are kind of discounting them and saying like, you're not, you can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. And that's a pretty strong assumption, right? That somebody's not strong enough to handle the truth. So we make up a story and it makes us feel better about ourselves. Like, Oh, well they couldn't handle it. So we make it up. Well, that's, it's really up to them (laughs) to handle it. You certainly don't want to be, um, you know, aggressive when telling the truth, you want to be compassionate and courageous. And, you know, that's all that courageous authenticity we've been talking about over the past few weeks, but, but definitely you want to be truthful and, um, and think, you know, one of the questions that was brought up that that's just an interesting one to ponder is this idea that, you know, what, what's better being untruthfully happy meaning you're happy because you don't know what's going on or what other people are thinking or what you're not doing well or being truthfully unhappy, right? So being upset that you found out something that somebody was thinking. And I think the first one is that blissful ignorance, but then you can't fix it. You can't change it. And the second one, like, yeah, it may sting for a little while to know that the way you're behaving is upsetting somebody, but eventually you can change it. And, um, and I think that that's the important thing is yeah. most, most people studies show, um, in fact, um, Arturo Behar from Facebook, he's our chief of engineering. Um, he was talking about how they did a study where, um, they got feedback from people on, um, that posted things they didn't like and that 85% of the people were happy to know that they had upset a friend by their post. They wanted to know. So people want to know if they're doing something that's not working. And so, um, so those are some ideas for you to take your communication to the next level. Um, my challenge would be to, for you to just try one, (laughs) just pick one, either raise your awareness of your internal state, 
think about your intentions or share your intentions with someone else. So, um, so there you go. That is the bright side for Monday. And, uh, we will look forward to talking to you next week. Next week. Same place. Same, same time. Same time. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with the bright side here on K Tahoe.